0: Welcome to Hope Sabbath School, an in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. What a series it's been, suffering and trials, and I'm especially excited about today's study, praising the Lord through times of suffering. I'm excited that you're here with us. Welcome to Hope Sabbath School. And welcome to our team. Good to be together again. We're excited. I'm excited about something else. I'm really excited today. <laughs> I'm excited because one of our team, Brittany, is going to be leading our study on praising the Lord through times of suffering. I'm also excited to have some remote team members with us. I want to welcome uh, Sabina, joining us from British Columbia. Good to see you, Sabina. And Shayna from Maine. Shayna, good to see you again today. And Glennie from California. Glennie, good to see you again, part of our Hope Sabbath School team. We're glad you're here, too, because you're an important part of our study time together. We're always happy when you write to us. In fact, would you please write to us today? sshope at hopetv.org. Tell us how you're blessed through a study of the Word of God. Here's a note from Renee. It's actually on our Facebook page. You know, we have 180,000 followers on our Facebook page. So if you do Facebook, uh, go to Hope Sabbath School, uh, send us a note of encouragement. Renee says, I'm a Zimbabwean living in the UK, and I love Hope Sabbath School. Okay. Thank you. I was introduced to Hope Sabbath School by a friend many years back, but I didn't follow it systematically. I then needed to find an easy way to study the Bible, a way that I would understand. So, I tuned into Hope Sabbath School, yes. and I've been studying with you for about a year. I find it easier to understand the Bible. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you for the interactive Bible study lessons and the Scripture songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have my grandchildren sing them when they come to visit. Mm-hmm. Please pray for my children and my siblings that they may all draw closer to the Lord." Amen? Amen? I was blessed, Renee writes, I was blessed to have a mom, that's mother, and grandma, late grandma, who prayed for me. Amen. Keep up the good work of spreading God's Word and teaching us so we can teach our little ones. Love your smiling faces. God bless you all. Well, Renee, thanks for writing to us Uh, from the U.K., originally from Zimbabwe. We're always happy to hear from our Hope Sabbath School members. Here's a note from a donor in Texas, in the United States, the Republic of Texas, right? (laughs) Uh, Howdy, from Texas! Well, that sounds like Texas, doesn't (laughs) it? We'll give the donor a wave. My wife and I used to send $100 a month but now my wife is resting in Jesus, Mm -hmm. so I'm sending it all at once. (laughs) Love the interaction of Hope Sabbath School. It helps me in my own Sabbath School class. Mm. I won't mention the names of class members, but I have my favorites (laughs) (laughs) and a gift of $1,200 to bless the ministry of Hope Sabbath School. Amen. 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 Thank you, donor. Howdy to you! That's not a <laughs> word I use often, but howdy to you there in Texas, and to each one of our Hope Sabbath School donors. Thank you for being part of the miracle. You can go to hopetv.org hopess just click on the Donate button and be a part of this donor-supported ministry, and we thank you for your support. Sushiel writes from Fiji, By the way, we have a Hope Channel Fiji, one of the top stations in the country. God's really blessing there. Hope this email finds you well. I wanted to say thank you for the provision of the Hope Sabbath School studies. Using some of the questions, I have translated them into Hindi for our Hindu audience here in Fiji. We have had calls for prayer, Bible studies, baptisms, home visits for prayers. We've never had this before. (laughs) The Holy Spirit is really doing wonders here at Hope Channel Fiji. Once again, thank you, and may God bless you always. Amen? Amen. Thanks so much for writing to us, and you know know there is a significant uh, Indian population in Fiji, and for translating our Hope Sabbath School outlines, which, by the way, you can all download from our website using your study group, translating them into Hindi for that population there in Fiji. One last note from Christine in Zambia. Do you know we have a lot of Hope Sabbath School members in Zambia? <laughs> yes, I would, I would give an accurate guess. We have more Hope Sabbath School members in Zambia than all of the United States. Wow. That's how many Hope Sabbath yeah. School members there are there. I am Christine, a Zambian young lady, age 25. I was raised in a Catholic home. Through the work of the Holy Spirit, I came to learn more about the Bible. Amen. Amen. It was through a small piece of literature entitled When God Said Remember. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit transformed me, and now I've been buying and sharing this small book wherever possible. That's the missionary spirit, isn't it? It's my prayer and desire to see many lives transformed by the Word of God. Amen. Amen. I recently joined the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Mm -hmm. I've been listening to Hope Sabbath School and I enjoy it a lot. May God write all of our names in the Book of Life. Amen. 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 Well, that's a beautiful uh, note, Christine. Thank you for writing to us from Zambia. Thank you to each one of us. We'd love to hear from you, sshope at hopetv.org. Don't forget, we're going to sing our theme song, but before we do, that gift of 12 Songs of Hope, 12 Scripture songs, just go to our website, Click on the free gift tab in the middle of the screen, and you can download those 12 songs to bless your heart. Right now, let's sing our theme song, one of the 12. Fear not, the Lord says, for I am with you.
1: Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. Fear not,
0: excited about today's study, Amen. praising the Lord Through Times of Suffering. And, Brittany, why don't you lead us in prayer as we begin?
2: Sure. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank You so much for the privilege of being able to call You our Father. We thank You, Jesus, because You came to this earth and You died for us, and You have reunited us with our heavenly family. And Lord, we just want to thank you for this time that we have to open up your word. And we just ask for your Holy Spirit to lead and guide us as we study, that we would come away with this study with joy in our hearts, Amen. knowing that whatever we're going through, that you are walking by our side. Mm-hmm. And we thank you and praise you in your name, Jesus.
0: Amen. 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 <clears throat> well, I'm
2: excited about our study today, Praising God through times of suffering, through trials, right? And as I was preparing for this study, I wanted to know what does the word praise mean anyway? Uh, We use this word praise the Lord, praise this, praise that, but what does praise mean? And so I looked in the dictionary um, to look at the English word praise, and I found that praise can mean to express approval, admiration, or to glorify. And then I thought, well, let me look at what the Hebrew word is, because much of the Bible um, is written in Hebrew, right? And so what does the Hebrew word praise mean? And one of the Hebrew words praise means adoration, thanksgiving, song, and to glorify. And so, I think as we study our lesson together today, we're going to dive deeper into this meaning of praise and what does it mean for our own lives today, and what does God uh, want us to experience when we're going through these times of difficulties. Okay. And so, we're going to start our study looking at praising the Lord at all times. Mm-hmm. Now, that sounds like a difficult task, right? Um, it's easy to praise the Lord when everything's going well, when we're in good health and we have what we need, and and we don't have any worries. It's easy to praise the Lord then, but how can we praise the Lord at all times? Well, let's go to the Word of God to find out, and we're going to start our study in the Book of Psalms. And Psalms is a book all about praise. And we're going to go to Psalm 37 and verse 1, and I'm going to ask Jonathan to begin our study in Psalm 34, verse 1. We're going to look at a string of verses in the Book of Psalms, and in there, we're going to find a theme, and we're going to discuss what that is in a moment. So, Jonathan, would you read for us, please? All
3: right, I'm reading from the English Standard Version. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Mm.
2: Mm. Thank you, Jonathan. So, that's one of our verses. We're going to read a few more, and then we're going to look at um, what do they have in common. I'm going to ask Jason to read our next verse in Psalm 146 and verses 1 and 2.
4: It'll be my pleasure. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. And the Bible says, praise the Lord, Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being.
2: Thank you, Jason. Wow. What a wonderful, encouraging verse. I'm going to ask Glenny to read the next verse in Psalm 147 and verse 1.
5: And I'll be reading from the New King James Version, and it says, Praise the Lord. For it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant, and praises beautiful.
2: Mm. Thank you, (laughs) Glenny. And one more verse in Psalm 150, verses 1 through 6. I'm going to ask Victor to read that one for us.
6: Sure. I'll be reading from the New King James, Psalms 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty firmament. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and flutes. Praise him with the loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath breath. praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Amen.
2: So, what team, what theme do we have repeated over and over and over again in these verses? Yes, Jason.
4: Praise the Lord. Yes. (laughs) Definitely.
2: Praise the Lord, and mm. and basically David, um, King David, is giving us all the different ways we can do that, right? right? And all the different times. Yes, Pastor. A- and Harris. you
0: know, in Hebrew, the, that last phrase, "Praise the Lord," is hallelujah. Right. hallelujah. Yeah, Yah, the name of the Lord, Yahweh. Mm. Praise. So that's my favorite Hebrew word, right. <laughs> Hallelujah. And and I, I like what you said. It's it's adoration. Mm. Uh, it's 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 worship. His worshiping mm. God,
2: mm-hmm. beautiful. Yes, Victor.
6: Yeah, and David is uh, usually in these psalms. He's many times he's on the run. <laughs> he's Israel's most wanted at times yeah. and he still is praising God at all times in the cave, in the wilderness, uh in a in wherever he's at, he's praising God. That's so it's right. encouraging for us. Thank you,
2: Victor. What a great reminder. Amen. It doesn't matter what situation we're in, that God is with us and we can always adore him for who he is. Mm-hmm. Gladys. Yes, that's
7: what I was gonna say that especially in one fifty, he's just adoring God for His greatness, for everything that He has done, for who He is Mm -hmm. to Him. Mm -hmm. So, I like that.
2: Yes, so it doesn't matter what situation we're in, because if we look at our circumstances, we might not find something that we feel thankful about at that moment, but God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and His character is constant, right? So, there's always something we can praise the Lord for. Yes, um, please share with us Sabina.
8: Something else that I see in common in all those passages is that there is an expression of this phrase that comes from the heart. So in each one of those verses, it will talk about singing or speaking of, of uh, those wonderful things that God is doing or even you know, playing to that as an expression of the praise that is birth, is birth in the heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, that's also a key here in common, of those passages because we may be worshiping God silently, and that's possible. Also, that's where the thankfulness and gratefulness uh, is is birth. Mm-hmm. But then there is an invitation for we to make this um, bright light shining to other people, also to witness of the great things that God is doing in our lives. Mm -hmm. What a great reminder. And actually, when we have
2: this joy, this praise in our hearts, we can't keep it inside, right? Right. We have to let it out. And there's so many ways that we can (laughs) praise the Lord, many of them mentioned in those verses. Now, as we continue on in our study, as we're looking at praising God at all times, who is someone? It could be someone who's alive today, it could be a Bible character, it could be someone you've read about, someone who's inspired you to praise the Lord at all times. Mm.
7: Yes, Gladys. Yes, yeah, so when I first moved here to Maryland, I was a young girl, and I went to college, and there was this older man that he round up the young people and go and do mission work, We'll go and give literature, and he was always singing, And he also, his favorite word was praise the Lord, hallelujah, he always (laughs) said that. And later on, I found out he had cancer, Mm. all through the time that he was taking us out to to give literature, and he was always singing. Mm -hmm. And to me, that
2: was a great inspiration. Wow, so through those difficulties, through those health challenges, he was not letting that um, take over. He was saying, I'm going to praise God because He is always good, and I'm going to share with other people so they can Mm -hmm. know Him, too. What a wonderful testimony. Um, Yes, uh, Shana, can you please share with us?
9: I always share how my mom is is someone who inspires me spiritually, but she is also someone who inspires me to praise the Lord at all times. I remember in my teenage years when um I'd be sleeping in on a Sunday morning because you know I'm tired and and you know at six a m my mom is singing so loud all the time she's cooking, she's cleaning. But all the time she's in the house, she's singing and it's loud. And I'm like, man, can you just stop singing? But now as I've grown, as I've grown in my own walk with God, I understand why, even through all the trials that we've been through, through life's hardships, the good times and the bad, my mom is always singing. So I now understand it and can now learn to sing a new song of of joy and praise to the Lord.
2: Amen. Amen. What a beautiful testimony. Thank you for sharing that, Shana. Harold, did you have one you wanted to share?
10: Yeah, there's this person, uh, her name is Johnny Erickson Tata mm-hmm. and she's a quadriplegic, because she severed her spine, and it's just, it's just amazing how to this day, and she's still living, how to this day she still praises the Lord, even in her infirmity. She mm-hmm. can't move her legs or, or her arms, mm-hmm. and she God bless her with the ability to paint, wonderful painting with her mouth. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, uh, and I'm like I'm well. <laughs> wow. There's nothing for me to complain. Like I should always praise the Lord. Like mm-hmm. Lord, let me be used, be useful in this current state. I mean, she is very useful. She's been used a lot by God. Mm-hmm. But like I have nothing to like complain about.
2: Definitely, yes. So, when we see other people who have gone through difficulties or are currently in a state of, um, maybe they have a disability, but they're praising the Lord, what do we have to complain about? Um, You know, God can use them, to inspire us, and then we can go and share with others as well. So, what a blessing. Thank you for sharing that, Harold. And, Jason, you wanted to add to yeah, that.
4: Yeah, one of our team members, Pedro, has a daughter, you know, mm-hmm. Bianca, and she is always singing. I can remember one time I was over at his house, you know, and uh, it was early in the morning, I just hear this sweet little sound. It was uh, uh, Bianca singing. I was so inspired, like, wow, she really has a heart for God as a young age. And mm-hmm. so, definitely, you know, she's an inspiration.
2: That's right. Thank you for sharing. I'm sure that we could go on and on and on about all the people that we've encountered in our lives that have brought um, us inspiration, that, wow, in the midst of that dark time, they were praising the Lord. I don't understand. but sometimes God gives us those moments, right? Those times in our life when we're going through difficulty and trial, and we have an opportunity to uh, praise God as well. So does anyone here have um, a time in their life when you were uh, blessed by participating in a time of praise? Maybe you were part of some kind of musical group. Maybe you were part of, um, you know, a time of prayer, but your heart was just lifted up to God and praise. Yes, Jason.
4: Sure, so there was a time in my life when I was in another country, and I'm a musician and I love instruments, and I didn't have access to a lot of instruments when I was in this one country, but I was invited, along with a couple others, to sing for a a worship program, And it was just such a blessing. Also, I got to sing in a language that I don't necessarily speak. (laughs) And so, it was just an amazing opportunity to be able to sing in a language I don't necessarily understand and to be part of this worship service. And it was at a point in my life when I was kind of uh, going through some struggles and I was feeling like kind of disconnected. And so, by going to that church and being part of that worship service, it helped me reconnect with God and uh, have a blessing to other people.
2: Wow, praise God. So, music is something that can transcend any language, right? You might not be able to understand the words, but the actual tune and the, the um, environment of praise, the instruments that can lift your heart up to God, and you can connect to Him. Amen. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Yes, Glenny, please share with us.
5: I think uh, my experience is, is so similar to what Jason had mentioned, but it just happened yesterday. <laughs> and again, I've been just so busy with different responsibilities and finally got to go to church yesterday and while just standing and listening to the congregation singing and the organ playing and the piano just playing so beautifully, your heart is automatically lifted up to a better place, closer to God. And to see that around you are many people who are walking, different, uh, walking demonstrations of different stories still coming together to sing praises to God, that was such an uplifting feeling. Amen, Amen. thank
2: you Glenny for sharing. Sabina, I see that you also have something you'd like to share.
8: Yes, I'm thinking here that one of the times I've been most blessed by participating in a worship uh, was when I was in Uganda. Mm. And uh, I was there joining a ministry who cares for orphans and they raise kids and take care of kids that have been abandoned by their families, whose parents have passed away from all sorts of issues related to war, HIV, you name it. And um, they have very, very difficult to hear testimonies, dramatic stories that uh, are very touching. And there was this time I watched them rehearsing because they have multiple choirs that this ministry organizes with the, the children. And there was one particular time that they were just in the rehearsal, they were, you know, Dancing and singing this line that was saying that they were never that they were not forgotten and ever forsaken by God and that God knew their names. Mm-hmm. And this was so powerful to me because I had heard some of their stories. Mm-hmm. I knew of the pain that they were coming from, mm-hmm. and listened from their mouths that they could literally know that God had not forsaken them because of the work of love that the church was pouring upon their lives was truly powerful to me because I knew their praise was full of truth. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew it was only the work of God through the church that could have done that for them. So that was a moment of inspiration to me.
2: Amen. Wow, thank you so much, Sabina. That's beautiful, a wonderful reminder for us. Yeah. doesn't matter what we're going through, God knows our name. Yeah. And yeah. there's a verse in the Bible that says, He's inscribed our names on His hands, yeah. right? Um, and He cannot forget us, even though our mothers, um, who you know were the ones that were supposed to nurse us and take care of us, may forget us, right. yet God remembers us. And what a wonderful promise. Gladys, did you want to add to that?
7: Yes, I have been part of a- Prison ministry for around 25, 26 years. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the most amazing <laughs> church services I can go to. Because those men, they sing from their hearts. And you mm-hmm. see their circumstances and you're like, how can they sing like that? Mm-hmm. But that has been like the most amazing worship service that I experienced. Mm-hmm. With COVID, we haven't been able to go, but we do now online as well. And it's just like the singing. Mm-hmm. I just, Every time I close my eyes, I just hear them singing praises to God, and it's
2: amazing that they can sing like that. People in prison praising the Lord. That actually leads us into a verse that we're going to look at in a moment um, that is talking, it actually gives it a biblical example of two men who were in prison and they were there for their faith. Mm -hmm. Um, They did no wrong and they were imprisoned, and in that time, they were suffering. They'd been beaten. Um, They were put in uh, stocks, I think it's called, where you can't move your legs, and they probably had handcuffs as well, and yet they were praising the Lord, just like you experience um, in your prison ministry, Gladys. And so let's go there together. We're going to go to the book of Acts, Acts chapter 16, and we're going to start in verse 16 and through verse 25. And it's a wonderful story mm-hmm. of praising God in suffering. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to ask if Glennie would start us off with that um, verse. We're going to look at Acts 16, verses 16 through 25.
5: Mm. So, I'll be reading from the New King James Version, and it says, Now it happened, as we went to prayer, that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High, who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities and they brought them to the magistrates and said these men being Jews exceedingly trouble our city and they teach customs which are not lawful for us being Romans to receive or observe Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Hmm. But at midnight, Paul and Silas we're praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them.
2: Thank you so much, Glenny. So, we're stopping there for a minute. We're going to kind of discuss what's going on here, and then we're going to go on to what happened after they were praising the Lord at midnight. But can you imagine? Put yourself in their shoes. You've just done a good thing, right? You've helped somebody who was possessed by Satan um, and freed that person. And now the people who owned her are saying, you are the evildoers here, and you are the ones deserving of prison and judgment. Um, How do you think you would feel in that moment? Would you be praising the Lord at midnight? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or what do you think you would be going through your mind at that moment? Yes, Gladys. I
7: mean, it's not only that they they were praising God. I mean, they were bleeding. They're probably, their probably their their backs probably was like torn to pieces. They were in pain, and this in, it, those those uh, things. Uh, what's the name? The stocks. The stocks that they put on their feet. They were not like oh loose. They were very tight. Mm-hmm. So I believe that the fact that they were singing, it was just like like uh, Savina said earlier. It was not just for something physical, but it was coming from inside, praising mm-hmm. God for being able to to represent God that
2: way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. They, yes, Harold?
10: Well, I was going to say, in my natural state, I would be like, Lord, this is unfair. Can you just destroy these people? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, come on, like, I, we, th- by now they should be converted. They, <laughs> <laughs> they, they saw a miracle, like, no, no. I, I mean, this is my natural state, Yeah. but that's why I need more of Jesus, because <laughs> As you can see, they were being a witness at the end of the day. And it will be interesting once we get to the end of the story because people were touched.
2: Yeah, so our natural reaction is revenge, right? Yeah. When we've been mistreated or we feel like justice has not been served in our behalf, we want we want justice, right? Yeah. Um, but these men, instead of saying, I'm going to get back at the ones who did something to me, they said... I'm praising the Lord because He's here with me in this prison, Amen. and He can do something good out of this difficult situation. Our last study, we talked about how all things work together for good, right? Oh, yes. So, they had that hope. I don't know why I'm here, but, God, You could use me even in prison. Amen. Yes, Pastor Derek.
0: You know, I was impressed, Brittany, that we should expect, and we've talked about this also in the series, that the enemy will not be happy when God is doing a great work. And right before this story, the, there were these women praying by the river there in Philippi. Lydia is one of them, mm-hmm. the seller of purple. And it, it says right at the end of the paragraph that she and her entire household were mm-hmm. baptized mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then, as you mentioned, this slave girl who's been controlled by a demon is set free. Mm-hmm. So, we should expect that suffering may come when God is working in a powerful mm-hmm. way. Yep. What's astounding, as, as Harold pointed out, Is instead of complaining, they're adoring God, they're praising God, and uh, as we'll see, it impacts people around them.
2: That's right. Thank you, Pastor Derek Victor. Did yeah, you that, add Yeah,
6: that—that was a quick little detail that I like that Luke brought in here, and it says that um, the prisoners heard them. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't they were whispering these praises <laughs> right. and all oh, this hurts. Like you know, they were singing mm-hmm. loud enough for everyone to hear them, um, and they were forgetting about themselves, their pain, and thinking, "How can I be a witness mm-hmm. to all the other prisoners? Mm-hmm. Because we may—they may be physically in prison." But Paul's thinking in Silas, the spiritual prison that they may be in. And so, they're saying, how can I be a witness even in this dark, dark dungeon, and God used them. Wow,
2: what a beautiful revelation. Now, we're going to continue on in the story to see what happens next, because it's beautiful what God does. Um, As they're praising His name, um, as the other prisoners are hearing, something miraculous happens. And I'm going to ask Shana if she'd continue on the story for us. We're going to continue in Acts chapter 16, and we're going to go through verse 25 through verse 30.
9: I'll be reading from the New King James Version. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called out with a loud voice saying, do yourself no harm for we are all here. Then he called for a light and ran in and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved?
2: And Shayna, I'm going to ask you to continue on just a little bit more because we see that not only does something happen to the prison guard, but it impacts his whole family. So I'm going to ask you to continue reading in verse 33 as well. So continue where you're at to verse
9: 33. Sure. So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized.
0: Amen. Oh, wow.
2: Amen. So how did the praise of the Lord impact those that were around them in the prison and then mm. those outside of the prison as well. Yes, Jonathan.
3: It makes you wonder if his family heard it as well. Like if mm-hmm. they were like, you know, I mean, things were not that big then. Maybe they were, the house is right there and they heard these people like, why are they, Dad, why are they singing?
2: Like, it could be, mm. yeah. So maybe this praise reverberated through the walls of the prison <laughs> and, and reached other places as well. Yes, Harold. <laughs>
10: The most interesting thing is the other prisoners' chains were broken, and they didn't escape. Right. It's like, wait a minute. I mean, they just heard somebody singing. They could have been like, "Oh, okay, my chains are broken. Let me leave." I'm just curious, like, what made them stay? Mm-hmm. And obviously, we know God has been working in their hearts as well. But it's just amazing that everybody stayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, wow. Even just them, somebody hearing Paul and Silas singing is like, it was impactful. That's
2: right. Wonderful, uh, Pastor Derek.
0: So, I think it's really important that we realize this is not an ordinary earthquake. Mm -mm. In ordinary earthquakes, people die, Mm -hmm. not just chains falling off and doors Mm -hmm. opening, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Buildings collapse, people die. Mm -hmm. So, I think Harold's right. Uh, Even the uh, prisoners say, there's something supernatural Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. on here. Mm -hmm. And we've heard Paul and Silas don't know if they knew their names they were in the inner dungeon we heard some people singing praises to god yep. and now something supernatural is happening mm. so i think yeah just an awareness of that and even i was always impressed that if it's dark how did paul know that the prison mm. the jailer was about to fall on his sword mm-hmm. mm. and wow. the answer is that was a miracle too <laughs> yeah. 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 that's right and and i think the 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 jailer realizes like you know, there's something miraculous happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all happening because they're praising the Lord. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're worshiping God even in their suffering.
2: That's right. Wonderful. Yes, Glennie, um, please share with
5: us. I think this shows how that our praise in the midst of suffering tra- can transform the eternal destinies of the people around us.
2: That's deep. Thank you for sharing that, Glenny. What a wonderful reminder that um, we could, in the suffering, we could focus on what we're going through, and we could complain, and that could have a ripple effect of other people feeling the same way, or we can turn our, our focus to Jesus, and that can impact someone eternally. Wow, what a difference our response to our suffering can make. Yes, Shana?
9: And to continue in that same line of thinking, it says that in, he took the prisoners home. He took Paul and Silas home and washed their stripes. Mm. So he's caring for their wounds. His his family is caring for their wounds, for their pain. Mm. And then immediately they were baptized. And so it's amazing how, once again, our, our praise can really you know, invoke the Spirit of God into the presence so much so that their hearts, their actions are changed.
2: That's right. What a beautiful ripple effect of love, right? A ripple effect of love coming from God. The Holy Spirit's at Mm. work, and it's Mm. impacting the lives of everyone around them. And I am just amazed that not only is that jailer saved, but he goes home, he brings Mm. Paul and Silas, and his whole family that very night is baptized. They're, (laughs) They're like, wow, if God can do this... I want to join this God, right? I want to give my life to Him. Yeah, yeah. And wow, that ripple effect of just deciding to sing a praise to the Lord and pray instead of um, complaining and. Uh, maybe yelling at their persecutors, right? Uh, What an amazing impact. Now, I know that there's more we could dig from this story. It's a beautiful story, Um, but I want us to move on. Are there other people in the Bible that you can think of that praised God in times of suffering? Um, Someone come to mind that was going through a difficulty like Paul and Silas did, um, but they decided to praise God instead of give up hope. Um, anyone come to mind? Yes, Jonathan. Of
3: course, there's David, I mean, who went through how many different things Saul trying to kill him and situations in other countries, etc. But he always um, lifted up, even when he had made mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a a, a very important thing. Like when he knew he blew it, um, the devil could try to, you know, focus him on that. But he focused on God and his faithfulness and his mm-hmm. forgiveness and his who he is.
2: Mm-hmm. What a great reminder for us because many times we've talked about in previous lessons suffering we go through can be our own doing the consequences right. of our own actions but God does not leave us alone in that time. He's there for us his grace and his mercy are greater than what we have done and he can help us through that. Yes, Victor. Yeah,
6: two characters I think of are Joseph and Daniel. Mm. I mean at the end in in Genesis Um, When Jacob had died, he says to his brothers what, you know, you meant for evil, God meant for good. Mm. And through that whole process of being thrown in a pit, being in Egypt, he's still faithful and rejoicing with God. And and Daniel too, he Mm. says, I'm a slave in in the Babylonian kingdom, and I'm going to purpose in my heart not to defile myself and to Mm. serve God. So, even in the midst of these trying times, Two characters are Joseph and Daniel that really encourage us yeah. when we're going through our trials.
2: Yes, thank you. So, these, all of these people are there in the Scriptures for our benefit, right? Um, to know that, hey, there's others who have gone through difficulties and trials. You're not alone, and this is how they got through it. They fixed their eyes on God, they, they kept praising Him in the midst of that trial, and God brought them through, and not just them, but everyone around them was impacted, right? People were saved because of their witness. Um, We think about Joseph in a very tangible way. Hundreds and thousands of people who would have starved to death, were saved physically so that they could hear a message of hope, um, right? And in the case of Daniel, um, God gave prophecies that are still saving people to this day, right? Um, So, wow, we can learn so much from them. Now, as we continue on in our study, um, why does praising God in times of suffering have such a profound impact on those who witness this unexpected behavior? Why does that impact people? Why did the jailer say, wow, I want to be saved because no one has ran out of this prison when when the earthquake happened. You're still here. I want to know about your God. Uh, Why do people have such a reaction to praise? in the midst of suffering. Yes, Gladys? I think because it goes against our, our
7: nature. Mm, you know, yeah, we right. when we yeah. go through something hard, our, our nature says, you know, whine, cry, complain. Mm. But when you see somebody just react totally different, it just attracts our attention. It just mm. cu- catches our attention
2: because it's totally different than what we Would normally do. Yeah, definitely. It goes contrary to our selfish nature, right? Our human nature. Yes, Pastor. So I'm thinking
0: there's a big difference, Brittany, between focusing on God and exhibitionism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, exhibitionism is wanting people to look at me. Right, right. But but what what's happening in all of these stories is they're wanting people to look at God. God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's 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 a key issue, that uh, you know, even if it's look at me, I'm I'm suffering unjustly. You know, they say many people in prison say it wasn't me. You know, <laughs> they, they, but it's all mm. focusing on the person. Yeah. What What's unexpected, like Gladys said, is they're diverting attention mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from themselves yeah. to actually not only the one who deserves all praise, but but the one who is the answer to all of our problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: So the focus is never self, but Christ, the one who has been through it is by our side and will help us through it as well. Sabina, would you like to share with us?
8: Yes, you know, when we praise God, we are putting Him in the right place that belongs to Him, and that gives us a lot of hope. And I find that nowadays in the world, people are lacking perspective, you know, when they are just living uh, for their own sake or they, when they are experiencing suffering, just looking inwardly. It lacks hope and that vision of eternity that God alone can give to us when we put him in his right place. So I also relate that connection, you know, of praising God and placing him in his place and how that affects ourselves and giving us that hope for the future. And that's totally something unnatural to those looking around. They just cannot fully comprehend. And they may be feeling compelled to desire that type of hope as well in their lives that is lacking.
2: Yeah, it's supernatural to be able to praise God in the midst of suffering, right? And and it draws people to a higher being, to God, right? Because they're like, why? Why are you doing that? I don't understand. Now, I would like to give a moment for any of the team, if you have a testimony of a time of suffering that you went through and how God helped you to praise Him in that. Um, even though your circumstances were difficult, maybe you were having a health challenge or someone in your family passed away. But you saw God with you and you decided to praise Him instead of focusing on that difficulty. Gladys, would you like to share with us?
7: Yes, um, I went on a tr- business trip uh, for my job, and I had just received bad news that I shared with you guys before, and I was just overwhelmed. you know the enemy was just telling me all these lies, like you know. God had abandoned you, here you are again. You are going through this again." And just like my mind was clouded. And when I got to the place, it was this amazing, beautiful sunset happening. Mm -hmm. And I stood there, and it was like from the bottom of my heart, I couldn't help myself, I started singing, how great are you, Lord? It was just a like, how great thou art, how mm-hmm. great thou art. I just couldn't stop singing. Mm-hmm. And as tears just coming down my face, I just couldn't stop singing. And it just felt like everything, all the worries, all the concerns, all the fears that I had, it just mm-hmm. like flew out of the window because it was just the beauty of God's amazing love just through nature. It just mm-hmm. spoke to me especially
2: at that moment. Wow. Praise yeah, God, God God gives us a revelation of Himself in His creation, right, that points us back to Him. Look, I'm you're not alone, and you can praise me in this storm. Amen. Yeah, thank you. Yes, Victor. Yeah.
6: Um, as some know, my mother passed away about five months ago mm-hmm. uh, from cancer, and she was doing the alternative medicine round. She was home, so we were there with her. And uh, it was a very trying time for my family and I. And uh, what encouraged me, and I think this is gonna touch on the lesson, is the praise and encouragement she had.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Knowing that um, you know things were progressing in the cancer and yet she would, I would be crying and she would say, don't cry, God is good. And she would be praising God. And so I said, Mom, I, you know, you're supposed to be, you know, sad or down. But she was encouraging me to praise God. And I just she always encouraged me in the Psalms 27, verse 14. Uh, we don't have to look it up, but, you know, it says, wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he will strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. And that uh, will stick with me forever till we see her soon when Jesus comes. But uh, the fact that she could encourage and yeah. praise me, praise God, that encouraged me and, mm-hmm. and encouraged my family as well. So, whoever's um, watching and going through trials, the loss of a loved one, uh, be encouraged that uh, God is still good.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen. Wow, Amen. what a beautiful testimony. Thank you for sharing, Victor, that the one in the suffering was comforting the one who was watching them go through <laughs> That's suffering, right? right. Um, that, that is a miracle of God. Um, what a beautiful testimony, and I'm sure that her, her testimony is, even today, it's having a ripple effect because many people around the world are hearing that and they're being encouraged. That's right. So, one day she may meet more people in heaven because of you, you sharing what she was doing, praising the Lord. Um, beautiful testimony, thank you. Now, the last part of our lesson is looking at praising the Lord when we're facing insurmountable obstacles. Hmm. There's times in our life where we come up against an experience where we feel like, I cannot go through this or over it or around it. It's a big roadblock for me. What am I supposed to do?" And we're going to look at an Old Testament example because it, it shows us what to do when we face these obstacles and how we're not alone. And so, we're going to go to 2 Chronicles chapter 20 for this amazing story of faith and encouragement. I'm going to ask Jason to read that for us, 2 Chronicles 20, and we're going to start in verse 1 and then verses 5 through 12.
4: All right. I have the New King James Version here. Second Chronicles chapter twenty, and uh, verse one says, "It happened after this that the people of Moab, with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat." And then verse five, continuing the verse twelve, then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem, in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations and in your hand is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name saying if disaster comes upon us sword judgment pestilence or famine we will stand before this temple and in your presence for your name is in this temple and cry out to you in our affliction and you will hear and save and now here are the people of ammon moab and mount seir whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here they are, rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do but our eyes are upon you.
2: Mm. Wow, we're going to stop there for a minute and talk about this. Can you imagine yourself um, a, a country, and then you have three other kingdoms that are in the land coming against you, and you're a small people. Israel was not that large, um, and, and you're feeling attacked on every side. You hear the news that they're coming, and, and you're like, Lord, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. But what does King Jehoshaphat do and lead the people to do in, in this situation? I love that last verse, mm-hmm. that last line that Jason read for us. Mm-hmm. Um, what did they do? What did King Jehoshaphat do? Yes, Gladys. He directed
7: the eyes of his people to God. Yeah. yeah. He said, you know, you, these people are doing this,
2: but our eyes, our confidence, our trust is in you. That's right. And I love the beginning of of the verses where He's talking about how great God is and yeah. how He's delivered them and how He's done all of these yes. things mm-hmm. in their lives. So, he's mm-hmm. He's adoring God for who He is, and then He's saying, we have no idea what to do. This situation (laughs) looks hopeless, but we know who we serve, and we know that you are with us. Now, I want us to keep reading because I want us to get to the best part of this story, (laughs) and we're gonna continue in verses 13 through 19, and I'm gonna ask Shana if she would read that for us. I'll be
9: reading from the New King James Version. Now all Judah with their little ones, their wives and their children stood before the Lord, Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all you of Judah and all you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you, King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. (laughs) Tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Darul. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of the Korahites, stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Can
2: you imagine um, you're praying to the Lord and God sends a message. Mm. He says, mm. you do not need to fight in this battle. The battle is not yours, it's mine. Yeah. Now, like we were talking about in previous lessons, we can claim these promises for ourselves today, right? Amen. You may be facing cancer. You may be facing the death of a loved one. You may be, may be facing the loss of a job. And God God is saying to you, this battle is not yours, it's mine. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord that He's going to show you today. What a wonderful promise that we can claim today for our lives and what we are going through right now, what we are seeing right in front of us it's not ours to try to win. God is, is going to win it for us.
7: Amen. What
2: a wonderful Amen. promise. Now, we have to see what happens after this. We see <laughs> the people are praising the Lord, but how does God do this? How does He fight the battle um, for them? <laughs> so, let's continue in Second Chronicles chapter 20. We're going to look at verses 20 to 24, and I'm going to ask Victor to read that for us.
6: I'll be reading from the New King James Version, Second Chronicles 20, 20 to 24. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for His mercy endures forever. Now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude, and there were there dead bodies fallen on the earth, and no one had escaped.
2: You see how God can fight our battles for us? <laughs> they didn't yes. even have to draw a sword. Amen. They came and all of those people had fought each other and not one of them was left standing. Um, but I love the, the people's response. Uh, Jehoshaphat, he consulted with the people. Yes. Um, they had just had a praise and prayer session after <laughs> they heard that yes. God was going to fight for them. Yes. And then before they got up the next morning, they had a plan. Let's put the singers in the front of the battle line, right? Um, And they were just praising God, praising God, praising God. And it said, I love what it said in the verse, In verse 22, it says, Now, when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushes. It was almost like a cause and effect, even though God had (laughs) told them He was going to fight for them. It was like, as soon as they're praising His name, then He acts. Acts,
1: And wow, wow,
2: can you imagine? There's this spiritual battle that we're all involved in, right? And behind the scenes, as we start praising the Lord, it's like unleashing the armies of heaven, Amen. and and they are fighting on our behalf. We can't see it all the time as clearly as Jehoshaphat did um, and the people did, but we can believe and trust that God is at work and doing that in our behalf. Amen. What a beautiful revelation. Yes, um, Glenny, would you like to share with us?
5: Yes, in fact, this, this exact same thing is something that God has been convic- convicting me for the past year. That when I'm facing an obstacle and I'm in need of a breakthrough, he has given me the promises. But the only way I can experience breakthrough is through through two things, surrender and praise. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that every single time. Whenever I surrender my will up to him and say, God, you do what you want to do. And when I start intentionally looking for things I can praise him for, that's right after that I've often seen him doing his thing. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, thank you for
2: sharing. One more, Victor, would you yeah, like to share it, with us? I
6: think both these stories of Paul and Silas um, um, seeing God work in miraculous ways, the ingredients are pray and praise, mm. pray and praise. Even with Jehoshaphat, pray and praise. You want to you see God work mightily in your behalf? Pray and praise. <laughs> you want to see God to fight your battles? Pray and praise. Mm-hmm. It's like God is telling us today in 2022, Pray and praise, and you'll see wonderful things happen. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you all for sharing. We could go on and on sharing how <laughs> God has done that in our own lives. But uh, I encourage you today, if you haven't experienced that, um, you have this insurmountable obstacle, uh, reach out to God's hand. He's, he's holding it out to you, and He's saying, just surrender it to me, whatever you're facing. Surrender it to me and praise my name, and I'm going to do m- miracles for you. Amen. May that be each one of our desire today, that we would surrender to God and see Him do His amazing, miraculous work in our lives. And I would like to ask Pastor Derek um, to please pray for us to that end. Amen. Amen. Thank you Amen. so
0: much, Brittany. Amen. You know, it really Amen. impressed me. I don't know if you noticed in the study, but it really impressed me that Paul and Silas and Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah, they praised before the answer came. Yes. <laughs> Why did they do that? The answer is because they knew the character of their God, mm, yes. the one true God of heaven, Amen. who, who He says, "'Call to Me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will glorify Me.'" You'll say, hallelujah, Amen. praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Well, I pray that you would take that lesson we've learned today and apply it to your life mm-hmm. so that whatever suffering or trial you're going through, you would praise God through the suffering, amen. because He's with you. Okay. Let's pray. Yeah. Father in heaven, thank You so much for this inspiring study. Thank You for guiding by Your Holy Spirit, helping us to catch a glimpse that You want us to praise the Lord through the suffering, because You are with us always, even to the end of the age. Yes. May we mm-hmm. live what we have learned today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
7: amen. amen. amen.
0: Well, thanks for joining us for Hope Sabbath School. Don't forget that free gift, 12 Scripture Songs, Songs of Hope. Just go to our website, click on the free gift button. You say, Derek, I need that because sometimes the suffering, the trials can be intense. But remember to praise the Lord through those times. He'll be with you always. Go out and bless the lives of those around you.